Five, four, three, two, one. We're in the pipe. Five by five. This is the Five on Film podcast. Hello and welcome to Five on Film, the podcast where we break down the top five in the world of film. I'm your host, Chris Murray, standing in for Phil. <laughs> leave this in. Please leave this in. <laughs> oh, Don't stop, right. Phil. Film a crack in. Hello and welcome to Five on Film, the podcast where we break down the top five in the world of film. I'm your host. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chris Please Murray. leave the film in. Please leave the film in. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Chris Murray, and I'm standing in for Paul Cree, who is, uh, I don't know, working, gallivanting around, uh, I don't know, uh, watching a, a, mo- a movie, probably. Um, and joining me again are uh, my colleagues and friends, uh, Matt. Hey, guys. John. Hello there. Ollie. Hello. And a special guest this evening is Amelia. Hi, Amelia. Hello. How Welcome. are you? Hi, yeah. Good, thank you. Uh, before I introduce today's topic, here's how the show works we have three rounds nominations, eliminations, and rankings. First, we each nominate, nominate a film we believe deserves to be on the top five and why it should be there. If two or more panellists... Sorry. sorry, Chris. If two or more panellists agree, it makes our initial list. We carry on till we hopefully have seven films. Once we have our seven, we eliminate, and here we decide on the two films to remove, leaving us with our top five. And finally, the rankings, as we decide on the definitive five on film. Today's topic for the show is chosen by our guest. Amelia, would you like to introduce the topic and explain why you have chosen this one, please? Well, uh, when I was first asked to suggest the topic, I was thinking, you know, I'll go for something highbrow, something documentary, you know, features, film noir, something like that. What we ended up with is also something that I'm very passionate about, and um, that is Disney animation. I think we all have an opinion on it. We all think we know uh, what is the best film. Uh, So I thought this would be a great subject to discuss today. I totally agree. Uh, And I was just discussing with um, Matt before we started that uh, there are 37 uh, films to, to choose from currently. I believe that's right. Um, and there's a kind of a, a blip in the middle where uh, Pixar kind of dominated, but we're not counting any of them. It's pure, pure Disney um, productions uh, from the back catalogue, from Snow White up into, uh, oh, what's the newest one? Is it Ray? Ray? Uh, Raya. 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 John, have you got a nomination for us? Um, I'm going to go a bit more recent. Um, not that more recent, actually. Um, but uh, I'm going to suggest that um, frying pans are the things to have. Um, I suggest uh, Tangled um, because, um, again, um, it's it's such a slight story, 
And this is actually a common thing with Disney films, even going back all the way to uh, Snow White. They take su such a slight fairy tale and then build so much around it to actually make it into, in this case, uh, going on 90 minute uh, animation film instead of it just being a um, instead of just being a girl locked in the tower. You have backstory, you have reason. It, and it's all and it starts off not as her story. Um, the opening narration is actually do is done by um, Flynn Rider. Um, uh, this, this is the story about how I, how I died, I believe the opening is. But um, it's, it's very, this, this one comes after Frozen. I think this is actually the better film. I think this was actually the 50th, uh, the 50th this, one. This, I thought, I thought before, this is before Frozen. Yeah, before, before Frozen, Frozen, before Frozen. Oh, okay, sorry. But he's, sorry, where it didn't- The one before. It is actually the 50th. Um, in the list of films they made. And I think by then they kind of got these fairy, well, obviously they've got the fairy tale stories down pat, but they, um, it's witty. It's got lots of physical humor in it. Um, it's got a, it's got a, the animals don't talk. The, the, we don't have talking animals. We have aware, aware animals. And we have, and but they, they and they interact. I mean, um, the ho the horse is um, uh, a, a huge character in its own right, um, and the way and the way the comedian kind of looks looks as uh, um, she um, Rapunzel wraps the hair around um, Flynn's hand to uh, heal it with the hair. He, he just kind of looks up in, at him and goes, "Yeah." You, you thought it was weird already. Um, it's got it's very it's very self knowing. Um, I and um, it's got it's probably got the closest character to um, an old fashioned Disney villain uh, in Mother Gothel. She's she's almost cut from that same cloth. Yet she's got this. She's got this 21st, 20th century, 21st century feel about her because she's she's um, she's gaslighting all the time, and every compl every compliment is a put down, and 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 then it it yeah I I I, th I actually think this is really a really good film. Okay, uh, right, uh, Matt. Yes, yeah. What? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. I'm going to go for this one. I like this one a lot. I think it's very good. Um, it was a massive hit in um, in my household. Um, my daughter, um, she, yeah, she loved this when she was growing up. She absolutely adored it. She thought it was fantastic. Great, great song that starts the whole stuff off. You know, when, when will my life begin? Big, big hit. Uh, great song. It's Alan Menken again, isn't it? Alan Menken um, doing what he does best, making magic um winning oscars um it's great it's got some fantastic character names in this i, I had a look around and ron perlman's in it there's a character called stabbington brother and you, yes. you've got the character obviously you know, flynn rider is, is just a brilliant name as well so um beautiful animated style i like it. it's kind of that oil painting type sort of almost like re french renaissance kind of painting look paint painterly look to it 
Um, really good. Mandy Moore does a really good job in the title role. She's got a really exceptional voice, very clean. Um, it's funny as well, as John put it. I mean, it's been it's been a many years since I've seen it, but I remember like, you know, it was funny to to my five-year-old at the time. It's it's been funny to my, you know, my my three-year-old uh, boy at the time. And it was funny to adults as well. It's just a really, really good film. It made some good business. Like we said, it came, uh, I think it was the, 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 the animated film before Frozen. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to, to put this in. So it's a really, really good film. Really good film. Okay, uh, Amelia. Uh, I'd say yes as well. I've not, I tend to steer away from the more modern Disney films because by that stage I was, getting a little bit older a little bit less likely to watch them um but yeah I really love Tangled I really love the animals I love the little chameleon and the horse and to be honest they kind of um steal the show and probably my favorite song is Mother Knows Best and it's sort mm. of like that the the level where the mother is going yes but you need to protect yourself from the world and you know there's all these horrible scary things out there and and it's a journey of discovery and about uh, a, a young woman sort of learning that yes there are some very scary things out there but you sometimes need to sort of experience it and shutting yourself away is not the answer so I would definitely say yes that Tangled should be should go through to the next round. Right, well, uh, thanks to Amelia, uh, Tangled has gone through as our first film in the top five. Ollie, do you agree, disagree? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, we're big fans of Tangled in my house. Um, my, my kids really enjoy it. I, I really enjoy it. I think it's, it's, it's funny for, for adults as well. I think Pascal, the comedian, hilarious, and Max, the horse, like, like we said before, they're, they're brilliant, the animals, um, even though they, they don't talk. Um, one thing that I kind of noticed watching this and then watching a lot of Disney films with, with my with my kids recently, that Disney has a very specific way of drawing horses and it hasn't changed from Sleeping Beauty all the way through to Tangled and kind of beyond. If, if you have a look at the horse in Sleeping Beauty and have a look at the horse in Tangled, they've, they've, even though it's a different animation style, they're, they're the same, it's got the same look, which I think fantastic i love that kind of through thread of a, of a disney horse um yeah tangled's great yeah put, put tangled on the list it's, it's just outside my top five but um yeah deserving okay. to be there and uh, i would agree with uh, with the four of you as well it is on my list uh, number three um i think tangled is fantastic and it's disney's best attempt at uh, covering a narcissistic um <laughs> kidnapping story um yeah it's it's great um okay uh matt uh do you have a nomination for us yeah do you know what let's jo um uh, uh ollie segued uh, quite nicely into sleeping beauty there so i'm gonna go for sleeping beauty uh yeah a curious choice you might you might think um it's history nostalgia for me i think this is this is a um, one of those and i know we've mentioned it a lot of times before this is one of those vhs's that that was on the shelf at home and back in the day you know in the in the late 80s early 90s when disney i mean do they still release limited runs not vhs's of, uh, they don't know <laughs> vhs's no no limited runs on on the current media of, of the day do they still do that and then take them off the shelf they, they don't do that they're they kind do, of all um, available now 
they do anniversary Blu-rays. So they'll release one every, I don't know, anniver- like a significant anniversary of the film. Mm. They'll release a version, which is probably just a, a complete copy of the previous disc. With all the extras and the jazzy stuff. Yeah, it's, what, it's whatever the bare bones one. So the bare bones one. Anyway, what I was trying to say is back in the day, as you probably might remember, the VHSs um, and early days of DVD as well, um, they used to be limited runs and they'd take them off the shelves from retail and they they create their own market bubble, wouldn't they? Disney. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong. Black Diamond, Platinum Editions and all that. Nothing wrong with that. That's great. So one of those VHSs on our shelf was Sleeping Beauty, which I think is still in the attic, actually, in, uh, in my mum's house. And it was played to death. Um, and I just love it. It's got so much nostalgia to me. Princess Aurora. Everyone knows the, the story of Sleeping Beauty. Um, you know, it's, it's a fairy tale that's, that's, that's been told through countless centuries. Um, and this particular version of, um, of Sleeping Beauty by Disney was based on uh, uh, Charles Perrault, per- Perrineau or something. It's, 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 not the grim fairy tale that that I knew as growing growing up. They're not the Sleeping Beauty that I knew, but a different, same story, but slightly based in a different way. Um, and for me, I just loved how dark it was. It was it was you know it was a Disney film that had its light moments with with the um, the three uh, uh, fairy godmothers, Flora, uh, Meriwether, and Fauna, and and um, those light moments are all counterbalance with some really dark dark moments with Maleficent um and you know you see it in the animation the the infusing of the really really sickly green glow that she puts on the spinning wheel and it's, it's really it's very very dark um and for me I just love the animation I think it moved away from the animation that, that Disney was doing around Cinderella it changed a little bit there was a lot more of a design element to it there's a lot more geometry to it it was it was it was, it was more functional but the character models were much more realistic um and I, I love it and especially for me which is the, the bit that I'll always remember is the climactic ending sequence with the dragon I just think over over the you know the the the, the music of Tchaikovsky from his ballet Sleeping Beauty um, is just phenomenal. Uh, it's got great couple of great songs in it. Once you know, once Once Upon a Dream um, is one that I really remember. Um, yeah, it's one of those films. I think that the National Film Board in uh, the Library of Congress in America has, has deemed it, you know, culturally significant. So they they put it in their you know their archives. Um, the animation, I think, as far as I, I was reading anyway, was. They, the first time they filmed it around live actors, they, so they filmed live actors um, in, in the roles uh, um, with the dialogue, and then they took that line, they, they helped the animators animate to give it a more realism to, to, to the character models. I think that was the first time they'd done it. And um, Disney uh, released this uh, on 70 millimeter, so it was a big kind of like push for 70 millimeter, this glorious kind of like, I mean, it's got an awesome color palette to the whole film anyway um but it didn't do very well it didn't do very well and it caused a, a lot of problems at disney uh, studios um and caused a lot of uh, layoffs a lot of redundancies it, it really didn't do very well and at that time it was i think what was it ni- 1959 
uh, off a, like a, a six million budget, which is nothing these days, but it barely, barely made any money at all. And I think it, it caused a lot of uh, issues at Disney. But that being said, it's just it's just a wonderfully like the animation for me is just is just glorious. It's my favorite style of animation that Disney adopted um, post-war from all those films from the cartoony more kind of cutesy visuals that they'd had with pinocchio and peter pan and and dumbo it changed into this kind of slightly more realistic and i i, I think a lot of the audiences didn't like it i think that's why it didn't do much business but now looking back at it it's astonishing and that that, that climactic sequence with the dragon is just phenomenal um and it's one of my favorites um yeah sleeping beauty okay uh amelia sleeping beauty what do you think um, I'm afraid it's not on my top five. I feel like it's, like we were saying before we started, I think the thing about this is that the films that you love really represent a snapshot of and how old you are. So I think, to be honest, it's really coming to that. <laughs> Let's not go any further when you down that, that rabbit hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I, yeah, I just... Um, it, it, this is not sort of the classic era of Disney to me, so I'm going to say no, I'm afraid. Sorry. Okay. Uh, John, as you are standing in front of Sleeping <laughs> Beauty's castle... Uh, in the as, John, John, as John, John's in the 1950s range as well, so... <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I actually, considering the ones I, re I really like, we're kind, we're, kind of, we're kind of talking about 12 now. Um, this, yeah... Um, yeah it, again this is this is a excellent villain who's actually been resurrected a number of times for various projects um on the disney channel um and yeah there's there's something to be said for maleficent being an evil goblin queen um it, again and this is this is what this is what i was saying about taking a slight fairy tale and then building it into something uh, grander and and uh, something that will hold the attention. The, this is a story where basically where basically it's about um, a ba a girl pricks her finger when she's sixteen and falls asleep, um, and a prince comes and hacks down um, the th the thorny hedge that erected around the castle and kisses someone who's asleep. Now, they you could you could say that Disney got round this problematic again problematic um issue by actually having them meet in the forest prior and have a whole duet um da dancing down by the river and through the glades and then it's an it's um it's an arranged marriage is an arranged marriage between the kings of two two lands it's i i like it um it's it's got again lovely songs it is set to the music from the ballet as Matt, Matt's pointed out um, and Maleficent is um, one of the best villains um, I don't think um, Briar Rose Sleeping Beauty has much to do in the plot to be fair apart from dance around in a funny dress uh, changing colours but but um, yeah I'm I think this is a near miss for me. I think this probably top 10, but I think it's near miss. Okay, uh, near miss, but uh, close, but not close enough. Ollie? Um, yeah, Sleeping Beauty is not my favourite. My, my, my girls 
enjoyed the movie and it was one of the ones that they kind of watched on repeat for a couple of weeks and then and then haven't watched it again since. Um, uh, everything Matt says about the animation is, is, is right. It's, it's, it's beautiful. And the bit with the dragon at the end is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just not my favourite Disney film. It's not in there. Oh, well, I'm afraid, uh, Matt, it's not going to make it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I would agree with the rest of the, uh, the group that... Um, it's as an amazing a film as it is. Uh, it is beautiful and uh, one of the best baddies that Disney have produced. Um, warrant of uh, two uh, sequels of, of her own. Um, it it did the film did spell the end of the golden era of Disney um, before the uh, crazy sixties uh, stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, it uh, just—I don't know. It, I see it seemed to kind of pass me by during my youth. Um, I don't know. I didn't have any of the Disney VHSs, so it would only be the ones that I could catch on TV. Um, but I don't re really remember Sleeping Beauty that much, um, which is a shame. But uh, there we go. Okay, um, John. Do you have a nomination for us? Uh, I did. Uh, oh, I'm I sorry, did... you've already done one. Ollie, Ollie, my bad. Cool. Right. Um, this is my favourite Disney animated movie. Um, it's one that we had on VHS kind of growing up and I watched a lot of when I was young. Um, it's based on, um, I want to say legend. Is it a true story? Nobody really knows. Um, the, the legend of Robin Hood. Um, so the Robin Hood Disney animation, um, Robin Hood is a, is a fox. Um, so they're all anima animals that kind of uh, walk along on two legs. Um, Maid Marian's a fox as well, which is convenient for the fox Robin Hood in the movie. Um, Little John's a, uh, a bear. The Sheriff of Nottingham's a, a big fat wolf, I think. Um, and Prince John is, is like a, a cowardly lion. Um, it's it's absolutely hilarious the movie. There's so many great bits in it. Um, Robin Hood and Little John end up kind of like dressing up a lot, um, which is great to see. Like yeah, Robin Hood obviously famously was a fantastic archer, and it entered like an archery competition. Um, and but in order to do so, because he was a, a wanted man, he, he dresses up as a stork. So you've got a fox. Um, dressing up as a stork and it, it's, it's brilliant um, yeah there's, there's loads of kind of great set pieces where um, the, the one that sticks out in my head from when I was young is when they're kind of like escaping from the tower and they're kind of like um, sliding along the rope on the way out um, yeah it's, it's just one that I think has got all the right amounts of humour all the right amounts of talking animals um, the, the, the story um, from your kind of use of Robin Hood's um, really well told by Disney. So that, that's probably my favourite Disney animation. Um, yeah. What do we think? Wow. High praise indeed. Uh, Amelia, do you like Robin Hood? Yeah, I totally agree with this. It was on my, my list of top Disney films. Uh, but the thing is about when you watch Robin Hood, uh, a lot of it, if you've watched other Disney films, might feel very familiar because there was actually um, 
it was made during uh, Disney's financial slump. So if you look at things like Jungle Book, Aristocats, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, there are actually, they reused a lot of um, the scenes. And you can see it on um, the internet, there's sort of where they show particular clips from one film and then show Robin Hood. Um, probably uh, there's the bit where little John and Lady Clark dance together and it basically mirrors um, I Want to Be Like You in the Jungle Book. So they were very thrifty with this film um, and I really love it, although sadly I cannot watch it because the opening whistling song uh, my dog reacts to, so uh, I can no longer watch this film. But it's great uh, if I turn the mute down for the first bit and then when the whistling's done I can watch the rest of it because my dog just seems to think that it's somebody whistling at him so useless fact for the day okay but just to clarify then it's a yes for you yeah okay 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 john um it you can you can see where they've cut back on the money i mean mo most of the in fact the opening sequence is a lot of white background with bits of the animated characters running through it, um, doing, doing bits from the film where basically it looks like they've just whipped out the background animation. So they're kind of running through with name, with name credits for the characters. Um, it, it's, hmm, I don't, I, I, I'm not too sure on this. Uh, I don't, I don't know if there's a if there's a better one of the period, um, but it's that that, whist that whistling song um, going going back to where one of where at least two two others of us actually used to work um, a, a certain a certain manager used to whistle the song, mm. and it used to get stuck in everybody's head. Um, so that was that was fun. Um, yeah, I think this is, I don't know if this is one that you remember more with nostalgia than you do actually watching it. I watched it recently and it's, it's kind of okay, but it kind of meanders and it kind of goes from the one story into the other and the other story. And it doesn't quite join up. So I'm, I think I'm going to say no. I'm going okay. to say no. It's a no from John. Matt, what do you reckon? Um, I'm really, I'm really ashamed to say this is one of the ones that that passed me by. That there are, there are, there are quite a few um, during that period that um, I've never seen. Um, and Robin Hood is one that I've never seen, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so I can't, I can't, I can't say yes to that one. Um, I just, I don't know, because you find them on, on the television, like you know, every holiday that comes by, there's always, or there used to be anyway, there used to be a Disney uh, movie on terrestrial TV before before satellite, and it just, it just, I never, I was never able to watch it, um, which was a shame because I'm sure I would, I would really like this one. It's, it's right on my street, and I know that Ollie, Ollie's taste in films is is quite on on the same line as mine. So, but unfortunately, I've not seen it. Sorry. Okay, well. Uh... Unfortunately, it won't be going in, Ollie. Um, oh. And <laughs> I, uh, it's it's one of my, um, yeah. I, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I don't I don't know why. It just never clicked with me. Um, it's it's something I'm, I've heard quite a lot. Um, just a side note here uh, that a lot of girls growing up. I don't know if Amelia can confirm this. Uh, found Robin Hood very uh, attractive as a fox. 
like he was a fox? Is there, <sighs> is there any truth to that? I don't know. I mean, I I actually heard the opposite about Maid Marian and that. I mean, I feel like. Uh, yes, I've heard that as well. Actually, that yes, one. that's true. That some some people found uh, Maid Marian and Robin Hood very uh, appealing, easy on the eye. There's a whole subculture here. <laughs> yeah, there is. There, there are there are clubs in London um, that cater for this. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, moving on. Um, so uh, my nomination then. Um, I'm just going to go in. So hang on, that didn't go in. That was that was a, that, that did was not a, go in. No. Go, okay. Okay. Right. Oodle lally, oodle lally, golly, what a day. Oh, I I made a top oh, top eight, Sorry. and uh, I could easily mix around my top five. I don't know if anyone else is feeling the same way. Um, but which one might stand a chance of going in? Okay. Um. I'm going to nominate The Lion King. Um, when I was making my top five, it was the first film that came to mind. Um, and uh, I think it is the, the best modern uh, Disney film. Um, it, and uh, it's just got absolutely everything. It's uh, amazing animation, a fantastic story, killing off a parent, um it's uh the the act the voice acting is is phenomenal um a little bit uh, uncomfortable with too many white actors voicing it but that's probably the only thing i could say against it um it spawned i don't know three sequels so far and a musical um the music is amazing um timon and pumba are a, a brilliant double act um, it's, uh, yeah, James Earl Jones as, as the father. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it's, I think it, it saved Disney as well. It was kind of, it, it that was the, the peak of the Disney revival, um, of the little mermaid. Um, and then, uh, yeah, which should I say the little mermaid kicked off the Lion King, I think peaked, um, Disney's, nineties uh, Renaissance. Uh, so I'm going to nominate The Lion King. Uh, Amelia, what what do you say? I say yes as well. That's also on my list. I mean, you've got Darth Vader as Mufasa. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what more do you need? Um, I mean, also, Perfect. we have to say, like, about the um, stampede sequence, that took five people nearly three years with computers oh. uh, to, to do that. Like, if... That's such a long time for a two and a half minute sequence, and you know it's something that is very important part of the story. But we probably don't give it the credit it deserves. So I say yes, and obviously, of course, the music, Elton John, fantastic. Yes, and it's also the only film to have been um, dubbed into a uh, dubbed into Zulu as well. So that's my top fact of the day. I'm loving all these facts, Amelia. Thank you. Uh, useless, but hey. <laughs> not at all, uh, John. What do you reckon? Um, yeah, I mean, I, th I think this is, um, was this kind of like the first film that wasn't, they kind of wrote themselves? Um, it's 
not it's not based on a book so Ooh, it's not question. based on um i've, I've heard like, that as well it's original yeah just look, looking material, yeah just yeah. looking yeah just looking quickly through um i think this is one that actually doesn't have a direct source material um and this was a, um and basically they went for a very very regal very shape well it would be shakespearean um uh idea for a plot um it, it's all it's all about it's all about kings and princes and evil uncles um yeah um it's it's very pretty to look at that opening sequence alone when i saw that as the trailer before before uh you, you that got you i mean that was that was a that was a three minute trailer on the front of something else and you almost wanted to walk out after watching it because it's kept yeah, done funny had, had my day um it's it gets a bit um I don't, not quite lost, but it just kind of meanders a bit in the middle. But I do kind of think that it 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 works. And yeah, I um, Jeremy Irons stretching his pipes and Rowan Atkinson uh, doing it's a whole it's a small world after all. <laughs> um, it's nice interplay. I think I love it. it yeah, yeah. Okay. On the list, please, uh, Matt. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, you you can't you can't not put the Lion King on there. It really is, as you said, the epitome of um, <clears throat> the glory days, uh, the Renaissance, the golden age, uh, um, second cometh of, uh, of Disney. Um, and and John stole Jeremy Irons for me there. I think he steals the entire show. Uh, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, and the songs are awesome. Elton John, Tim Rice. Um, the overall score, the orchestral score, uh, Hans Zimmer, um, fantastic. Um, yeah, it spawned what a billion dollar industry, really, hasn't it? You know, with the 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 the, the live action, the stage play, the you know the umpteen retail releases, it's, it's the juggernaut, and I think it continues to um, excise its uh, influence on modern culture today. It's uh, it's a uh, yeah yes, go go on the list. Ollie, what do you what do you think of Lion King? Uh, yeah, love love the Lion King. Um, yeah, we, you guys have said it already. It's it's fantastic. Um, yeah, the the first, like John said, the first Disney film that didn't have a that they kind of wrote themselves. That they, they, there wasn't any other kind of source material there. Um, one thing that I brought up with when discussing the Lion King with a few people at work, um, probably about six months ago. And everyone's like, what? What are you on about? And I was like, no, I've not made this up. Because in my head, it happens. And then I spoke about it. And then I sound like a right weirdo kind of speaking to people about it. And they're like, it's a Disney film. What are you talking about? And I was like, no, 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 no. And then I, luckily, I found the bit on YouTube and was able to prove that I'm not just some prevert. But there's there's like a lion sex scene in it, isn't there? You know, when like, um, which is weird. I mean, but it's yeah. there. It's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, um, she looks. Marlon. She looks deep. Yeah, she looks deep into his eyes. Yeah, uh, and they kind of tumble around down. and they roll down the hill. Yeah, yeah. This is a kids' film. Oh, okay. What, what, what they, they meet thinking? each other in the jungle? Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. So, so they meet again when they're kind of yeah, like when they're older, lines, they? when they're horny. They kind of, yeah. Yeah. Roll around <laughs> and then end up in like the flowers down down by the lake. It's it's very romantic. Don't get me wrong, but um, <laughs> lots of bottoms. 
weirdly, that was actually uh, that was the one song that Disney were going to cut. Yeah. Wow! Can you can you feel the love tonight? Was the one song they were going to cut? Yeah, I mean, it gets, and Elton, no, it's a great. And Elton John turned around turned around to them and said, "You don't have a film if you cut that one." Hmm. So um, yeah, so it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Okay. But, um, and Nathan Lane, Nathan Lane is just phenomenal. I love Nathan. I'd love to go to to uh, a West End production or a Broadway production that Nathan Lane was in. Um, he's he's brilliant as. Um, uh, as, did he play Pomba or Tim, Timon? I can't remember. Timon. Uh, he was Timon, wasn't he? Timon, the yeah. little skinny one. Yeah, the skinny one. I, I've just just had a look on IMDb. I was today years old when I realised that Matthew Broderick played Simba. I've, I've, I didn't. Oh my that. god! Yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Simba. Yeah. And they 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 uh, they acted together, didn't they? In in uh, the producers, producers. on Broadway. Yeah. I think they both won Tonys for that, didn't they? I did not know that. Okay, well, that's our second film in. Fantastic. Okay, Amelia, what have you got? Okay, so I'm going to be slightly controversial with this one. Bed knobs and broomsticks. (gasps) Because there is a lot of animals. Was this on the list? Oh, I don't think... I'm putting it on the list. I told Paul I was going to put it on the list. So this is my... Let me, <laughs> let me let Phil. Me it. Well, I was going to say you're going to put this on the list. You've got to you've got to put the prequel on. Look, don't listen to Phil McCracken. He's, he's, uh, he's not part of this podcast. Oh, um, it's on the list. It's on the list. No, no, no. She, she's she's fine. I'm looking. To... Well, look, if, if you can put Mary Poppins in here, because Mary Poppins got animated Disney stuff in it, then I'm sure you can put on. It is on the list on Wikipedia. If you look on Wikipedia, list of Disney theatrical animated feature films, it is actually on there. Is no, it it's, it, no, it's it's on, it's under that comes under related. No, no, yeah, it's still. definitely not. It's not on the. the this is a first. A this is a pod first. This. Oh, sorry, Amelia. Let me. Shall I just tell you why I like it? Yeah, um, yeah. Please do. Please do. Hey, you can vote it out if you like, but I've I've put it on the list. I put it there. Uh, so I mean, you've got Angela Lansbury, Murder She Wrote. You know, she was fantastic in it. Also, you've got David Tomlinson, um, Amelius Brown. I mean, there are a lot of fake Cockney accents in it, but it's such a great film, and it is still very timeless. Like all the fit, I mean, as well as the animation, a lot of amazing songs in the animated section. And you've got the football game. You've got, and there's further on, which obviously can't really count, but there's all the physical effects as well. And some of it was uh, filmed at. Uh, near Corfe Castle which is somewhere that is very special to my heart so um, again it's I think it's controversial but I still feel because there is a very large animated section that it should be included in today's podcast. Okay uh, I will I will defer to uh, my colleagues over this then. Uh, You're gonna let John, them tell me no. <laughs> John does this uh, warrant uh, a place on the list? First of all, um, I'm going to say that I absolutely love this film. I grew up watching it. Um, again, the VHS on the shelf. But this time it was at my grandparents and it was one of the few children's TV, um, children's VHSs that they had at the time. Had had the old yellow spine. The rest was all about. Uh, movies <laughs> <laughs> well as opposed to the john wayne movies that my, my grandfather liked yeah um it and uh and the musicals which um 
we did we've already done um it's i i love it it it's actually a spirit it was the spiritual sequel to mary poppins because they wanted to do the mary poppins sequel but they spent so long messing around with rights and things like that that they just decided to go with this instead um i find the three kids annoying um they, they've got those nasty scratchy really really uh, really bad accents but actually um I, I i really like it um but <laughs> here's the here, here's the question it's not an a full-length animated classic And if if we if we had done Disney films, I I would have said yes. Um, and as as I would say, I would say yes to Mary Poppins as well. Um, but um, unfortunately, I'm going to say that it isn't one of the full length animated classic films. So no, I disqualify it. Okay, uh, Matt. Um, I'm with John. I really, really, really love this film. It was one of those films that I grew up with. And Amelia, I totally feel you on this one. I absolutely adore this movie. And it's one of those ones that I loved along with, uh, do you remember Escape from Witch Mountain? Yes. Which yeah. was another Disney live action movie around sort of the mid 70s. Um, I loved that as well. Absolutely adored them. And do you know what, Amelia? I'm I, I'm going to stick with you and say, yes, let's put it on. Because <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, I, I love it. And it has got an animated sequence in it. And, and so is Mary Poppins, which I'm now not going to mention. <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> won't get voted, won't get voted on. But I, I thought, yeah, I thought we we were going to add those. So, so, um, so I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All Thumbs right. up. Yeah, I love Bedknobs and Broomsticks too. Um, there's always a bit which makes me kind of inappropriately laugh out loud, and it's the little lads, the blonde lad, and he's and he's got his bedknob, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> and at one point, I can't remember exactly what he says. He's like, "Oi, don't touch my knob." And it just it makes me crease up every time. Is that the bit um, with Bruce Forsyth in the uh, in the bad guy's lair in the yeah, bookman's lair? Oh yeah. I, I don't know if it is that bit, but um, he, he definitely tells somebody to like keep their hands off his knob, <laughs> which which <laughs> makes me crack up. Um, but I I'm yeah, going to say no because then that makes Chris have to decide whether it goes on the list. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. Chris thought he got out of this. <laughs> um. I, like everyone else, agrees that uh, Ben Ops and Broomsticks is a fantastic film. I love the film. Uh, I grew up watching it. Um, the uh, Nazis versus witches, come on. Um, and uh, the um, Traguna McCoytes Tracorum Satis D spell. Well done. Uh, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the film is amazing. Uh, the animated sequence is very good. Uh, it's just not long enough to uh, justify it being on this list. Sorry, Amelia. Musical just about to uh, start. Um, I think they're touring it rather than the West End. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, John, what have you got for another one? <gasps> 
Okay, um, I'm going to go for another recent one, and I think that this is, I think this is fairly grown up, um, it and um, kind of kind of backed by the recent remake, um, the live action remake of it, um, which went a lot more into the cultural background um, where it's from, where where the story comes from. And um, it, it, the most recent one plays like a, um, almost like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I like Mulan. This is, this is one of those films which it actually has a, a, a reasonable, an actual proper story to it. And it feels like it's got proper stakes to it. Um, and it, it pays it pays a lot of lip service and i think the thing i think the thing about um disney animations and things like that and and also kids films they kind of play with stereo they play with stereotypes as shorthand um i don't think i don't think it's necessarily not necessarily a bad thing i think it's just a quick way for getting everyone on board um that said, I I think that they it's it's kind of it. I, f- I feel this is more sympathetic than a lot of the older ones would ha- have been. Um, the story of a young girl who goes uh, goes to war uh, goes to join the Chinese army um, because her father her father can't is basically injured and can't go, um, and if she's discovered, she will be killed, summary killed. For deception, um, and uh, ends ends up taking taking on the Hun army, and uh, it's it's almost like the it's almost like the opening of Captain America, uh, Steve Steve Rogers turning from um, skinny skinny wimp uh, into uh, into a hero before before having the I, mi- I having missed the bit where they injected it with the serum. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Just before that bit, he can't. He, 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 there, they took the care of that he, off screen. That happened off. Well, screen. there's there's the bit where um, they um, I'll make a man out of you, uh, the train the training montage, and um, at the end of that, she's ta- she's being sent away by the commanding officer, and um, she um, there's an arrow that's been put at the top of the pole, and it's a case of by the end, one of you will be able to get that. And she works out how to do it without digging her teeth into the wood like one of the guys does, or she, and basically she as the commanding officer walks out of his tent in the morning as the sun rises, she shoots the arrow in into the floor by his feet, and she's sitting there on the top of the pole. Um, it's I I think this um, the honor uh, it's got great it's got great themes in it. Um, it it kind it kind of pushing pushing the idea that um, just by the end it's a case well she may be a woman but she's actually really good she's actually good at what she does thing sort of thing um, she she gets the guys out of scrapes um, the whole avalanche sequence which is very very comparable to the stampede sequence um, from the Lion King um, that's that's her using the last rocket to get them out. Get the get her crew out of trouble. Um, 
I think I, I love the music, um, the, the actual, not necessarily the songs, but actually the, the, the soundtrack in between, um, especially when she decides to actually go off, go off to join the, uh, go off to join the training camp um, to do, uh, to go and do it. It's all really um, upbeat and powerful and strong. It, 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 like it just get it just gets you it work it works for me and of course you've got eddie murphy doing eddie murphy as a talking dragon um but um even he doesn't he actually doesn't spoil it he 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 play he plays it he plays it it's eddie murphy but turned down to good disney <laughs> <laughs> he's he, basically he's allowed to shine through he's, none of that nonsense eddie murphy shine through. yeah but uh, eddie murphy <laughs> shines through um like robin williams did with the genie so but yeah okay. i think i think mulan amelia what do you think of mulan I don't think I've ever watched Mulan all the way through, but I did have a video game on uh, my Game Boy Color, uh, and I played that religiously. I'm going to say no because that was a very frustrating game, and I haven't seen the film, so I'm. <laughs> I didn't oh, say I had to be logical. I, love that. I just had to give it. I reason. love that reason. It's fantastic logic. Um, uh, Matt, do you like Mulan? <sighs> it was just off my list. Um, it's it's a film of two halves for me. I, I love the dramatic side of the film. Um, I don't like the score and I don't like the songs. Um, and I actually think they did a really good job making the live action version with with uh, a non um, a non um, uh, music and lyrics song uh, music and lyrics film. Um, I'm really glad they just went with the dramatic side of it. Um, I do like it. Um, it's not one of my favourites, unfortunately. Okay. Ollie, what do you think of Mulan? I haven't seen it for years. I think I watched it once, maybe not long after it came out on VHS or something, but um, I'm going to have to say no. I, it, it's not one that's stuck in my memory. It's, good. it's a good film. Yeah. I think the kids have watched it recently, but not, not with me. But um, yeah, I'm going to have to say no. I'm sorry, John. Mulan has not made it in. Um, <laughs> and I was going to say that I've not actually seen it. I'm really embarrassed to say um, it's one of the few that I've not seen. So I should really watch it, shouldn't I? Um, okay, Matt, what's your second nomination? Uh, hold on a second. Uh, there we go. So, um, I am going to go, I'm going to stick with the classics. <laughs> Little to everyone's kind of like size of disgust. Um, yeah, going, going, going back again beyond 1980. Um, I, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the cutesy, the beautiful, the bumbling, the furry, the Winnie the Pooh, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh from 1977. It's probably going to be a really, um, uh, a, not a, a particularly good choice. Um, it is a movie that is segmented and that is um, basically three short films um uh edited together to make one film um each of those short stories um uh was made at different times uh with different varying animation techniques and for that reason you know it's it in itself doesn't doesn't make a cohesive film but i think the whole aa Milne winnie the pooh character and all these subsidiary characters just make the film for me um they're made up of three stories so as i said you've got winnie the pooh 
and the honey tree. Uh, you've got Winnie the Pooh and the blustery day, and you've got Winnie the Pooh and Tigger too. Um, and as I said, all the, the characters that, that go along with, with A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh, you've got Tigger, Piglet, Eeyore, Christopher Robin, Kanga, Roo, you've got Owl. They're all so well-known and they're so well-balanced and well-scripted um, that, that it's just, you know, who can, who can resist Winnie the Pooh? He's just this beautiful, bumbling, awesome character that, is just someone that you would you would if you you know as you as my kids were and as I was growing up having seen this you know I just wanted a Winnie the Pooh bear to cuddle going to bed and it was just brilliant you know the bear with no brain um the voice acting in the 70s uh throughout the the Disney films there's obviously as there are these well no no not to to the same effects these days you get a very well-known cast to come in and get paid a lot of money to voice um, voice the uh, the characters in animated movies, but back then you used to get the same Disney stock actors to come in and voice the actors throughout all the all the different animated films. And Winnie the Pooh's voice is so recognisable; it is just one of those iconic voices that is copied by actors coming in to to voice later incarnations of Winnie the Pooh, and they did. Uh, a Winnie the Pooh recently um, as a whole new Disney I think um, was it was it re- was it recently was it last sort of three or four years ago I, I think it was yeah. um, and anyway, going back to this Winnie the Pooh in the 70s it's just brilliant you know the animation has got that Disney 70s animation which is quite sparse uh, where they reuse a lot of um, uh, character models and, and animations, which they change slightly to fit the 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 the, the story or, or the animation style that that they're, that they're producing at that time. Um, I, I just love it. It's funny. It, it's uh, it's it's sweet. It's witty. It's heartfelt. You know, there's there's funny scenes where Winnie the Pooh just eats too much honey and gets stuck in rabbits burrow hole and he can't get out. And then the next twenty five minutes of that segment is just everybody trying to pull Winnie the Pooh out of out of rabbit's hole if you, if you excuse how I described it um it, yeah I, I love it I think it's fantastic my kids loved it as, as as they were growing up um it was the last film that Walt Disney had personal involvement in or one of the segments or two of the segments of the three was was um the last time that Walt Disney himself had any sort of involvement in whether it was uh, overseeing or directing or, or key animation or what have you um and the last segment about Tigger um, is just fantastic. I mean, Tigger, the, the guy who voiced Tigger, um, I wrote his name down, um, Paul Winchell is just just hilarious. Um, I, I could watch I could watch Tigger Tigger story all day long, you know. And as soon as as, as my kids were old enough, I was searching out all the you know the straight to video Tigger movies that Disney made um, because that character is just just brilliant. I mean, they all are. Eeyore as well is just fantastic. Um, but those three stories were so ingrained into, into my uh, uh, psyche as I was growing up. You know, it's, it's incredibly nostalgic to me now. And going back and watching them again with the kids um, as they grew up was, was just absolutely wonderful. So it probably won't get on, but Winnie the Pooh from 1977. Okay, Amelia, have you seen Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. I've not, I think I may have seen that when I was younger. Um, I love Winnie the Pooh, so I'm going to say yes. That's a yes from Amelia. John, 
Um, yeah, this is this is one of the films I saw. I, I, I've seen it a couple of times over the years. Um, um, again, uh, school holidays in in the mornings. It's kind of kind of been on because I'm that sort of age. Um, I like the character. I love Tigger. Um, my mum, my mum's my a big Tigger fan as well. Um, I don't know on this one, to be fair. Um, Is it on your top? No, no, it's not. It's, it's kind of it's kind of one that I kind of skipped over. So I think I'm going to have to say no. It's okay. like, uh, yeah. Ollie? Um, I don't think I've ever watched this as a whole thing, but I feel like I've seen the bits of it. W were they ever kind of released as like... You would the, never the have seen them individually. Parts? No, you would never have seen them. No, I think, well, if I, you'd I, have I caught must, it... I must be thinking of yeah. some other... Well, you um, may, you may yeah, they did a lot of beat. Yeah, they did a lot of straight-to-video um, alternate stories, yeah. but the, the three cool yeah, ones... I've certainly you, never sat yeah. down and watched this through, so I'm sorry I'm going to have to say no. But on, on the subject of all things Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin and A.A. Milne, have you ever watched the movie Goodbye, Christopher Robin? It's incredible. Um, it's, no. it's, it's really... Uh, yeah, look that up. Goodbye, Christopher Robin. It's got Margot Robbie playing um, Christopher Robin's mum. Uh, Domino Gleeson plays Christopher Robin's dad, A.A. Milne. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, very, very emotional, very moving, um, fantastic. It kind of, it, it tells you the story of uh, like a young Christopher Robin's life and his, his, his father kind of creating these stories Um and yeah, you kind of see young Christopher Robin kind of growing up, but it, but it is, yes, it's a, it's, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a sad story. So you have to be in the mood for a sad story, but definitely, definitely look up Goodbye Christopher Robin, not no, the Christopher Robin not. one with, um, you and McGregor, uh, McGregor. McGregor. I actually but, quite like that one as well. But. Yeah, yeah, but, but this, this one particularly is a fantastic movie. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Ollie. I have these vague re recollections of seeing the, certainly the last bit, the Tigger one, but I never, I didn't go into cinema to see a Winnie the Pooh film, and I, I don't know. I only ever seem to remember seeing these short TV episodes, mm. kind of thing. Um, I'm, I'm a Piglet fan myself, uh, uh, although I did kind of grow up with the, the books and stuff, and being read stories. Um, but it's a no for me, Matt, I'm afraid. Um, sorry. Uh, okay, where are we at? Uh, Ollie, have you got a second nomination? I have. Uh, this one's an absolute banger, and I'll be surprised slash gutted if this one isn't on the list. Um, it's got the best songs of any Disney movie ever. Like everybody knows all the lyrics to all the songs from this. Chris is smiling. He knows what I'm going to say. It's the Jungle Book. Um, I think <laughs> even though it was in the that kind of 70s, let's reuse the animation era, um, I, I still think it's a fantastic kind of looking movie. Um, the, the story of um, the young boy Mowgli who kind of gets gets brought up by the the wolves. Um, the walls don't really feature much in this version of Jungle Book. 
but no. um, it doesn't really detract from the story. Um, he, he's kind of mostly kind of looked after by Bagheera and then Baloo the bear. Um, yeah, it's absolutely chock block full of humour. Uh, all the songs are absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, this is up there as one of my favourites. Um, yeah, my second favourite Disney animated movie, The Jungle Book. Amelia, what do you think about The Jungle Book? Oh, yeah. I, I, when I was, I was into uh, dance as a kid and I ended up uh, dancing along to a lot of The Jungle Book songs, so I will definitely say yes it's a really feel good film although I think possibly that's where my hatred of snakes may also uh spring <laughs> from because that it did yeah certain scenes in the jungle book did freak me out a lot so it's a yes for okay me. John um yeah I like I like this one um it's uh it's yeah, it 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 is a it is a classic. Like like you said, all all the song all the songs are bangers, um, and yeah, there isn't really much more to say. Um, it's it's just really good. Okay, Jungle Book has made it in. Matt, do you agree? I, I do agree. Yes, yes, that would have gone in. Um, as an overall movie, I don't enjoy it as much as some of the others, but um, every I think for me. The music uh, and the songs and the lyrics in that just sell sell it. It just um, it's probably got one of the the the, the greatest soundtracks of all um, of all Disney movies uh, with with songs and lyrics uh, and lyrics as well. Um, so yeah, for me it's a yes. Okay, so it has got four votes. I uh, personally wouldn't have put it in. Um, I think it's it is a great um, soundtrack. And yes, uh, everyone knows all the songs, which are fantastic. Um, but I, I don't know. Yeah, it just didn't didn't grip me um, when I was young. Um, uh, the, the the film as a whole didn't. Obviously, the the sing the scenes where they were singing and dancing were brilliant and um, unforgettable. Uh, but doesn't matter because it's already through. Um, so it's. Uh, to me now, isn't it? Um, okay, so we have three so far. Um, I am going to put in as a nomination uh, Beauty and the Beast. It's uh, my number two. Um, I, uh, I have a strong affinity for this film. Um, it uh, not so much from my childhood actually. I've I've grown to love it more and more as I've grown older. Um, uh, I think it's a great story. Um, also, uh, another good crack from Disney on Stockholm syndrome, um, and uh, it yeah it deals with um, uh, a young woman who um, grows up in a small um, French town village and uh, she ends up going to a castle where this prince has been cursed uh, by um, uh, uh, an old woman uh, and he's been turned into a beast and they uh, he imprisons her in there and and then they fall in love um, what I have noticed, actually, just reeling off that little plot there, that I don't think any of us actually bothered so far to say what any of the plots were, pretty much. I don't know, maybe I'm getting that wrong, but... Um, I don't think we I need mean, to. I think they're all... Exactly, uh, yes. Everyone knows. Everyone knows yeah. the stories, don't 
yes. Um, so uh, yeah, the the songs are fantastic. It um, it produced a musical, um, uh, and uh, it was uh, the first Disney film to use computer generated effects for the scene. It was the ballroom scene. Yeah, it's the camera spinning around. Um, it's the first Pixar. First Pixar. Yes, yes. First, first use of Pixar. Involvement of Pixar. Yeah. Um, uh, and what a shrewd move that was from Disney. Um, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, so such memorable songs. Um, a great baddie and Gaston. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, I love that film. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's my pick. Amelia, what do you think about Beauty and the Beast? Because again, I'm going to be controversial and I, I liked Beauty and the Beast growing up, but actually I prefer the live action version. Um, oh, oh, oh. You mean the auto-tuned one? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Uh, yes, I actually, to be fair, I preferred the Beauty and the Beast, the live action version. So I'm going to say no. And I mean, having said that, Luke Evans as Gaston, uh, is pretty good and also Dan Stevens I think he was fantastic in that I mean no one realized that he had a that uh, amazing voice so and if you look behind the scenes of him what he was actually dressed like before he was animated on um, that is a video that everyone needs to see on the internet so sadly no but only because the live version has taken a, a bigger place in my heart so sorry okay. about that Chris. That's quite right John what do you think of Beating the Beast? Um, yeah um... Yeah, this is this is going on the list for me because um, it makes it makes my wife cry. Both versions made my wife cry. Um, the um, shout Always out to Jeff Fire for making your wife cry. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Um, shout out to Jerry Allback um, for his turn as Lumiere because he is uh, he is amazing. Um, Angela, and Angela Lansbury doing Taylor's Oldest Time. She did not want to do that song. She's, they, they conned her in doing one take, and that's the take. No messing, just that's how she did it that one time, and that's how it ended up in the film, and it is, it's perfect. It's, it's brilliant. Um, it's, yeah, I, it, yeah, Gaston is great and uh, uh Le Fou, Le Fou, uh messing around i i like the remake i like the live action retelling but i'm not i'm not quite there on it um to be fair um that to be the thing just to quickly address the remakes i kind of find that they they kind of lack a bit of the heart that the original animations have for me they just uh, there's something just that little bit missing that just kind of the misses Olympic. the target <laughs> it 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 feels it, it it almost it almost feels like um yeah people go and see this it almost feels a bit cynical um it feels like no. a cash grab no not it, it's not that they're not done well but it just does feel like something's missing um, in the majority of those i i would agree i think beauty and beast for me is the exception but yes some aladdin was the one that i just looked at that and thought this just looks like a movie set 
do you know what I mean? It's just some of the one, some of the Disney kind of live action remakes. That's okay because it's a Disney kind of setting. Like the, 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 with the Beauty and the Beast one, when they're in the kind of like the, the French village, it does look like a movie set, but it works. Whereas I, I don't know with with Aladdin, you, you kind of want it to look like the Middle East, and it doesn't. So. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yes, yes to the animated version of Beauty and the Beast. Okay, Matt. You're on mute. Oh, I'm doing really well here, aren't I? Uh, there we go. Okay, yeah, so that's yes. That's a yes. Um, why, you've got to put a film in that's got a talking candelabra in it. It's, um, it's, it's fantastic. Brilliant. And shout out to the original Beauty and the Beast, Jean Cocteau, if anyone wants to go back to the silent era. Um, French film, Jean Cocteau, Beauty and the Beast, very, very good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of this. Um, I like the songs, very good. Um, beautifully animated. Um, it's aged a little bit, but then, you know, it was on that cusp of uh, CGI and uh, hand-drawn animation before they perfected it all, which they did with Tangled. Tangled was the perfection of, of everything, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, fantastic film. Got to go in, really. Classic. Cool. Ollie, what's, what do you reckon? Um, it's, not, it's made the list, hasn't it? But it has, yeah. I, I'd, I'd have said... No, um, it was one of my sister's favourites, probably my sister's favourite Disney movie. She's a few years younger than me. Um, maybe because of that, I then saw it as a girl's movie. I don't know. I, I think a, a lot of the Disney films that are kind of princess-centric or kind of um, are, the, the main kind of uh, hero of the movie is is is, um, is either a princess or a young woman. So... Um, uh, I sometimes feel that those Disney movies then do appeal to young girls more than they do to young boys. And probably I think that this one falls a little bit into that, although it is a great movie and I think it does work for most people. It's, uh, it's not one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, I can relate to you on the, the sister thing. I, I had a distinct hatred of uh, little mermaid for, for years um, because it was my sister's favorite film. Um, uh, Amelia, do you have another nomination for us? Yes, I do. Uh, so it is a full-length feature animation this time. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go for something that, yeah, it's, it's not Mary Poppins. Uh, so I'm going to go for one that I feel is very underrated, but it's still excellent. And that is The Emperor's New Groove, which was in 2000. So it's kind of in the Disney wilderness years where not it, it wasn't considered very successful, but it is an amazing film. There is a lot of adult humour in there. You go, oh, is that really on a Disney film? Um, there's a lot of uh, great people in it as well. Um, there's John Goodman as Patra. Uh, it's also the first uh, Disney animated feature to show a pregnant woman. There's actually a line from Greece in it. Uh, where his wife says, coming through lady with a baby. That is a line that was originally in Greece. Um, and it's just a fantastic film. And of course, Kronk is the most amazing character. He's, bless him, he's hunky, big, with a brain the size of a pea, and he says hilarious things. So, um, And it's a, about a prince that turns into a curse and he turns into a llama and he realises that he needs to grow up a bit and be less immature and... Uh, be nice to people. So Emperor's New Groove is what I would like to nominate. Okay, John, what do you reckon to Emperor's New Groove? 
Um, I watched I watched this recently, actually, um, not necessarily for this. I'd seen it before, but I kind of needed a reminder. Um, and David Spade as the as the as the emperor is actually is is very witty, very quick, and very good. I mean, he he would have been he, he would have been a very good choice, kind of like a genie sort of Mushu type character. But as as the lead, he he kind of lets go. He, they kind of let him go. Um, it's great because it's also self-referential. I mean, I mean, it's it's he's break, he breaks he's breaking the fourth wall all the time, popping up, popping up, and uh, circling. That's me there. No, we're talking about me there, not talking about him there. Um, this is this story about me, not about Pasha. Um, Eartha Kitt is brilliant. She gives she gives a wonderful performance, and. Um, Patrick Warburton, um, the voice of the tick, and so many other characters, and he—he he, uh, as Kronk is great. Does he do the? He does the talking with the squirrels in this one, doesn't he? Yes, and that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, and I think he does. He's hilarious. Yes, and uh, and it's and um, kind of and the prat and there's pratfalls in it. Pratfalls in it as well, which don't quite go the way you think they're going to go. Um, this was this was the Disney film that Sting wrote all his songs for, and they decided not to use them. Ooh. One made one made it in, but they actually they basically the film the film kind of stands up on its own, and I can kind of see why they didn't want to mess around by adding songs to it. Um, but I think basically I think he got one song in um, for the end credits. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, it trips. It trips. It trips along nicely. Yeah, I, 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 I put this on the list. It's top ten for me. Okay, two for Emperor's New Groove. Matt, what? Uh, what do you reckon to that it. film? Never seen it. Never seen it. Never <laughs> seen it. No, sorry, never seen it. You should. It is really good. I know it's one of those ones. I don't have Disney Plus. I can't. I, I, don't, I don't have access to it. it. I have been told it's very, very good, though. I've been told it's very good. Um, it's one of those ones that I, I would would hopefully see at some point. Ollie, um, I remember watching this at the cinema and thinking it was the funniest Disney film I'd ever seen at that point. Again, I, I think I um, took my younger sister to go and see it, and I thought, "Oh, this is just this is another Disney movie." Um, that is going to be perfect for her. She's a few years younger than me, but for me, this is probably isn't going to be for me. So I went in with very low expectations, and actually, I laughed pretty much throughout the whole thing. Um, in my head, for some reason, it was Michael J. Fox that played um, the Emperor, but it's not. It's David Spade. Um, it is not in my top five, but it is in that little group that sits just outside it, um, and it is hilarious. And I don't think my kids have ever watched this one so I think next time we have a movie night I'm going to suggest this and I think what will sell it to them will be the fact that the main character turns into a llama so I'm looking <laughs> forward to watching this one again with my kids but yeah it's serious um, and I will say yes okay so thanks to Ollie it has gone in and unfortunately like Matt I have not seen this one it seems to be this little chunk in the early 2000s of Disney stuff that just or was it late late nineties early two thousands? Yeah, yeah d just did not get to see, um, but it's in anyway. 
Uh, okay. Ollie, can you Ollie, can you name the film that Michael J. Fox is in? The Disney Fox film. And the Hound. Yeah. Fox and the Hound. Is he? No. No, no I can't then. No. Atlantis. It? Oh, it's a good uh, film. Yeah, he's the, he's the lead, he's he's the um, nerd in Atlanta. He's the geek in Atlanta. Was that around the same kind of time? It must have been. That's perhaps why I got them mixed up. Um, just quickly uh, have a look. It was. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was the one that came after. <laughs> so Atlantis: The Lost mm. Empire is um, is, uh, is the Michael J. Fox one. Uh, um, right, so we have our five: um, Tangled, Lion King, Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast. Emperor, Emperor's New Groove. John, can you add a sixth to that list? Um, yeah, um, I think I can. And I'd be, surpri- I'd be surprised if we got much pushback on this one. Um, it's, um, again, this one's been remade uh, live action uh, a few times. Um, and it has some, uh, like it's, it's iconic, but not for its main characters. Um, it is uh, another, uh, I'm going to say mid-70s. Um, just checking my notes. And it's, oh, 61, in fact. Uh, it is uh, the one where it starts off with a boy dog and a girl dog and their owners. And, suddenly, and then they end up with 101 of them. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. Uh, the main selling point on this, obviously, is Cruella de Vil, um, a fair, fairly modern, thoroughly irredeemable um, woman who dri- drives like a maniac, believes the world revolves around her, um, and uh, skin, skins puppies for clothes. Uh, which back in the 60s and when the story was originally written was probably a reasonably common practice. Um, not anymore, obviously, uh, which is actually played on in the new version of Cruella. Um, uh, it is, um, it's another one of the, it's another, right. The guy's name who did, who started kind of doing it all, um, the style, I believe, was probably Wolfgang Rethemann. And he's the guy, and this was kind of his period for from Sleeping Beauty. Um, all um, he did the adventures of Winnie the Pooh and the Rescuers. So actually quite most of the 70s, he was, uh, if not the director, at least um, part of the direct, directing team. And this has got a style to it. Um, this has got a style to it, which is uh, um, it, it, it's it's dirty, it's arty, it's line drawings, um, especially especially when it comes to the um, uh, buildings in London. Um, and uh, he's uh, and Cruella, Cruella de Vil is. Um, a, a, a lovely song. It, it kind of sums up sums up an entire film and an entire character in two and a half minutes. Um, it. Um, I love uh, Horace. Uh, I, lo- I love. The, I love the two henchmen who are quoting the uh, Security of the Realm Act um, to break into the house to check the gas 
when it says electricity board on their on their bags. Um, I like the fact that um, they haven't got they haven't got any ether either. Um, it's and the fact that they're watching a, a TV program called What's My Crime, where one of their mates is uh, trying trying to win a holiday once he's on parole. Um, I, I I like this one. It's kind of, it, um, it's a definite favourite in our house. Um, a bit worried about Cruella trying to be trying to make Cruella into a nice person. Um, but um, yeah, I I I think it's 101 Dalmatians. Okay, 101 Dalmatians. Amelia, do you like that film? I mean, I was having watched Cruella probably in the last week or so. Um, I found that quite confusing, to be honest, because it was un sort of rewriting a lot of the original 101 Dalmatians. Um, so I found that quite confusing to watch because obviously grow, growing up, Cruella de Vil was like the one of the big baddies of my childhood. And then again, when it was remade into the live action version with Glenn Close, again, that haunted my nightmares for quite a few weeks. Um, so I would say yes, but it feels like at the moment that the net that like with Aladdin and like we've discussed some of the films that we enjoyed as a kid looking at adults they just you can see some very glaring issues with them and it's sort of how you go forward with that because it's a childhood nostalgia versus stereotypes and things that are not okay so I will say yes but I'm interested to see like how Disney will take this character forward and whether they will continue to rewrite her, her journey and her story Okay, uh, so I mean, there's a yes, Matt. I'm not a fan. No, sorry, just not a fan. I've never, never, it's never clicked with me. 101 Dalmatians. I do like the 70s, uh, late 60s and 70s period of Disney. I do like that um, <clears throat> style of animation that they adopted on the cheap. Um, and um, I enjoy the rescuers. Um, uh, I do enjoy uh, films from that period, but um, for some reason, 101 Dal- Dalmatians never clicked for me. I, I like the, the the bad guys, the you know the, the dumb and dumber bad guys that um, that uh, are chasing. Um, but yeah, for me, it's 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 not. It was never even on my list. Ollie. Um, yeah, it's not one of my favourites. Um, my kid, my kids really love it, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's not one of my top Disney animations, I'm afraid. Uh, and yeah, same same with me, John. I'm afraid um, I prefer the Simpsons episode. Um, <laughs> I really be like my best, be my best. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it it is a good film, and I do have fond memories of watching it growing up. But um, yeah, I, it, the that kind of style that you were talking about just never never clicked with me um i've really struggled to appreciate the disney's 70s um canon um yeah okay uh so matt uh are we are we staying classical still or have we got anything more contemporary let's let's stay classical shall we okay let's say let's go even further back Let's go all the way back. <gasps> Let's Where not, We're not going into the 30s, though. We're staying in the 40s. We're going to go with um, animated film number two with uh, Pinocchio, The Adventures of Pinocchio. Carlo Collodi's Italian 
Adventures of Pinocchio, or as Disney made into just Pinocchio, the animated musical fantasy um, from 1940. Um, love it. Jiminy Cricket, Geppetto, Pinocchio. I just, I love everything about it. I think it's, uh, for me, it's 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 more of a, of a classic uh, than Snow White. I think it's just magnificent. It's pioneered so many techniques um, that would go on to be staples. It was, I mean, this is 1940. This is, you know, this is, you can say it's pre-war. It's, it's you know, it's during the war. It's, 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 it's it's just fantastic. It's, it's one of those films I, I never tire of watching at all. Um, yeah. Uh, wow. It's just a great film. You got to, it's got to go in. It, you know, it was one of those ones that was on my list and I was like, I, I, I might not talk about it. Hopefully someone will bring it up. Uh, who, who's, who's, you know, who can talk about it in a little bit more depth than I can. But um, yeah, for me, Pinocchio is, uh, is the pinnacle of Disney. Wow. Uh, Amelia, do you agree? Uh, again, it's one I haven't watched a lot, uh, but I do really enjoy it. And I, I think I have tap danced as Pinocchio in my former days as a child dancer. Yeah, I led, I led a very strange life. Uh, so I would say yes. And that uh, is the film that contains When You Wish Upon a Star. It is, is that yes. right? And I think in the, the, the Disney, yeah, Disney logo it. theme. Yeah, exactly. The one that you hear when you go to Disneyland Paris you hear it repeatedly and it is a very beautiful song so i will say yes it's quite dark yeah it's got a lot of dark things in this film as well (laughs) taking taking young boys to pleasure islands yeah john what what do you make of pinocchio um yeah um uh yes i have no i have no strings which is uh ultron and uh following the blue fairy which is uh ai um this has definitely got a lot of um uh, refer- a lot of references in its time, especially when it comes to uh, robot movie, robot movies and AI movies. Um, this, um, I yeah, I yeah. Again, it's not one I've watched a lot, but it's one that kind of leaves an indelible mark. Um, watching watching kids turning into donkeys um, and uh, Nostromo. Um, is the, just a bit a big whale big enough to eat boats just kind of and actually the 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 ending is a proper downer before it before the the big cheer erupts so yeah I th- yeah i think it should go okay ollie what do you reckon it uh, is through yes. by the way i should say Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd have said yes as well. It's 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 in it's just outside my kind of top five. Um, I yeah, I, I really liked Pinocchio growing up. I watched it a lot as a kid. Um, the, the with the boys when they go to Pleasure Islands, and he, he he's such a sweet kind of boy, isn't he, Pinocchio? And he's so easily kind of misled and manipulated. And it's because it's like everything's new to him. Everything is instantly new to him. So someone tells him something, he, he, he's, he's got no reason to distrust them. So he, you, you go on this journey of, of this poor, like, innocent little wooden boy um, and everybody's taking advantage of him. And then he thinks it's his fault that all these bad things have happened because he's been like making these poor decisions. 
um, yeah, it's a really, really sweet movie. And yeah, it's, it's, it should be on our list, I think. Okay, and I would agree with the rest of you. Um, I didn't have it on my list, but uh, Matt, you've, you've sold me on it. And uh, I do have fond um, and disturbing memories of uh, Pinocchio growing up. Um, that scene, as uh, John mentioned, uh, of them being turned into donkeys is absolute nightmare fuel. Um, and yeah, I can, I can still picture it right now and I haven't seen Pinocchio in years. Um, you and... haven't done anything bad since either, have you? Because you were worried <laughs> that if you did, yes, that would happen. Yeah. And I mean, how many times do, do people still reference, you know, your nose growing if you're lying? That's, that's etched into, yeah. you know, pop culture. Um, great. Well, that's, that's number six. Um, do we have anything that we can agree on to go in as our number seven before we carry on? Is there anything that we've not mentioned that deserves I've got one. to be I've in? got one that needs to be there. Hit us. Dumbo. It's such a sweet, sweet movie. You've got, you've got um, mother like elephants like bullying other mother elephants. It's really sad. And then these little Dumbo's been taken away from her and then she puts her trunk through the... Th- oh, it's absolutely heartbreaking and moving. You've got the whole um, the whole sequence where he gets drunk and there's like the, 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 pink the elephant. balloon elephants. It's amazing. Um, that, been, that was meant to be in Fantasia. Oh, really? Yeah, that oh. scene... Um, the, the live action remake is absolutely beautiful as well. Um, but, but yeah, just go back to the animation. It's fantastic. It's, it's, it's moving. It's, it's 1940. So it's just, but just before, uh, Pinocchio, I believe. Oh, um, did I get that wrong? One. Sorry. Well, no, 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 it's just one. after, just after. Uh, okay. okay. Oh, just Snow after, White, sorry. Yeah, Snow White, Pinocchio, Pinocchio Dumbo, I think that's the... Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so we have re- really early days in like the Disney, uh, Disney setup. But but um, yeah, st- straight off the bat, they were getting it right, weren't they? Um, they were, I think yeah. Dumbo is is a lovely movie. It's it holds up just like Pinocchio, just like Snow White does, holds up today, and is still um, as meaningful to kids watching it for the first time today. So I think Dumbo should be should take that last spot on our list. Uh, I'm I'm struggling to remember how this works. Is it is it a unanimous so, vote? That I think number no, no, seven, so, so. seven should have been somebody else. The next person after me to vote should have been doing number seven. Okay, and number no, eight, so, which uh, I think was me anyway. Which was Ollie anyway. Was yes. it was it Ollie anyway? Okay, yes. yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Okay, should uh, we vote on? Should we vote on on? Uh, sure. On, uh, okay, on Amelia. Then, yeah? Do you like Dumbo? I'm going to say Enough no to- because. It's because it traumatized me as a child. So, no. What well, good Disney film didn't? Which part? Which part? Which part? <laughs> it was the bit where he was all dressed oh, up as a clown. Uh, the mum d- standing up. Uh, and then oh, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that is sad. Yeah, and yeah. in Bambi, same thing. I'll but some people, sometimes elephants just need a push, don't they? They need to, like, need to believe a little bit. Well, they didn't, they didn't give him a push. They smacked him off with a plank. Yeah. <laughs> a push, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was with it was with love. It was all right, John. Um, it it is a heartbreaking movie. I also believe it's kind of about, only about eighty minutes long as well. It's fairly yeah, it's fairly quick. Shorter. Um, it's yeah, 
I th- it, it, it's kind of it's kind it's kind of one of in my to- in my top ten. So um, yeah, go on because okay. it it's what it is. It's one of those that plays with your heartstrings, and it's about the outsider making good and um, yeah. All right, uh, Matt. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a toss up between this and Bambi for me. Um, I'm always on the fence. I do I do like Dumbo a lot. I think, I think it's a it's a it's very sweet. It's mercifully short as well, which I like. It's um, um, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Um, it has all those Disney elements. I mean, if you were Disney, really knocked it out of the park, didn't they? For after Snow White, they really you know they really kicked it kicked it home with a lot of those films. Um, that they 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 made even even going onwards towards Peter Pan and and upwards from there. Yeah, yeah, let's put it on. I'm All right, to, to put it on, yeah. So it has made it. Um, it would have been enough for me, um, purely because I think there are better films from that era. P- Pinocchio being one of them. Um, although you know, it, I, I do, I do love the film. Um, it's probably because it is so dark that I kind of went, mm. uh, yeah, tr- quite traumatizing. Maybe I agree. Okay, that is our seven then. Um, do we have any Black Hawk Down um, films that could could slip in there as an eight, or are we are we happy with our seven? I'll just I run think... through the seven: uh, okay, Dumbo, uh, Tangled, um, Lion King, Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, Emperor's New Groove, and Pinocchio. Is there anything that we have missed that really I... should go on? Uh, apart from a whole raft of Um, I think Matt's just mentioned one which I, I would have Bambi, liked to have Bambi. seen uh, find its way close in uh, Peter Pan oh. ah. okay so um, yeah that's another that's another family that's actually another family favorite um, the boy the boy who never grows up run, running off uh, taking uh, the three children who've been told their stories to uh to never never land to run with the lost boys and pl- play all day while being chased by by um pirates um yeah i think i i, I would have I would have liked to have seen uh I'd, some I'd, I'd say that peter pan's in there should be up there as well does anyone agree with john on peter pan I do, yeah, I, I I agree. Peter Pan's on my list. Amelia, um, probably not because I can think of better films that I enjoy more. Sorry, John. Ollie. Yeah, no, for me, it's a great movie, but no, it's not. Fair enough. My favourite. Yes, it's not not for me either. Um, okay, if if we're we're happy with that list, there's nothing else. Oh, Matt, yes. Yeah. Um. Um. Does anyone like Moana? But for the list, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, quite yeah, like yeah. So Dwayne Johnson, I, I've got nothing to say about it apart from that it's it's absolutely fantastic. And Dwayne Johnson singing, for God's sake, he's got going. Yeah, and Lin Manuel Miranda seems to be on contract now for Disney that's, that's the guy. writing songs. That's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, and really it's, like... it's got. It's sorry. It's got. Um, if anyone's seen the um, animated film, not by Disney, uh, Rio. 
Um, the bad uh, bad bird in Rio also does the uh, the crab. Yeah, is it is it the crab demon? I can't remember. Yes, it's He's fantastic. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'd I'd happily like vote vote up Moana without a doubt. Thank you. Sure. It's it's in. All right, Moana is our number eight spot. Uh, okay, so um, I'll just run through them again then. So we've got Pinocchio. Lion King, Tangled, Jungle Book, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Emperor's New Groove, Dumbo, and Moana. So, Amelia, what film should be eliminated at this point? Mm, I'd say Dumbo. Dumbo. John. Um... I could, uh, yeah, I could probably, I could lose Dumbo. Yeah. Okay. Matt? Um, purely based on the fact I haven't seen it, Emperor's New Groove. Sorry. I'm sure it's really brilliant, but I just haven't seen it. Ollie? I'd, I'd have said Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And uh, I'll say uh, Dumbo. Okay. So Is that Dumbo off? Dumbo is gone. So Pinocchio, Tangled, Moana, Lion King, Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, Emperor's New Groove. Um, Matt, you said Emperor's New Groove, or Ollie, you yep. said Beauty and the Beast. Amelia, what would you put number six? So we're not, we're not in our top five yet. Be number seven, wouldn't it? We've got eight. Oh, I'm sorry. So yes, oh, seven. Yeah. One, yeah. two, three, four, five. Yes, seven. Number seven. Oh, What's going uh, off next? Beauty and the Beast. Probably. <gasps> sorry. John. Um, Pinocchio. And uh, all they said be okay. Uh. And I'm going to say, because I haven't seen it, Emperor's New Groove. Uh, so who's not voted now? Am I missing someone? John, you I, said, Matt, you said Emperor's New Groove. Uh, Ollie and Amelia. So um, uh, John, um, Emperor's New Groove or Beauty and the Beast? Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Okay. Right. Okay, we're down to our, number, our five then. So in no particular six. order. We've still got six, 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 six. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Ollie and Amelia have said Beauty and the Beast. John, you said Pinocchio. Matt. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, Jungle Book. I agree, sorry, John. Uh, Matt, sorry. So it's John Book for me. Uh, right. And does Matt, uh, does John have the deciding vote again? Because it's two for Beauty and the Beast, two for Jungle Book. It does. Yes. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yes. John, you have the deciding vote again? Uh, Jungle Book. 
Okay. That's number six. We're just scything through the classics here, aren't we? Holly, you've got still got still got to the six. Yeah. Okay. Um, To be fair, no one said the F word. Yeah. No, we haven't ever. No. Not in it. Um, okay. So uh, <laughs> this is um, Matt. You vote now. Am I voting? Um, we got our top five. Do you no, want to I, top we do. Five? We do. Yeah. 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 Pinocchio, Tangled, Moana, or Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. Is it my vote, Beauty and Beast? Beauty and Beast. To go. Okay. To go. Rather number five. Okay. Five. Uh, so that's three votes. So that's uh, Beauty and the Beast number five. Uh, what would I have voted for? I'd say Pinocchio. Okay. Um, Ollie, what would you put as number four? Uh, I'd put Pinocchio number four. Pinocchio. Amelia? Uh, yeah, I agree, Pinocchio. At number four. And Matt? Um, <clears throat> Tangled. Uh, and I've already voted, John's already voted Pinocchio, so Pinocchio is number four. John, what would you put as number three? Um, I'm going to say Moana. Okay. Uh, Amelia. Yeah, I agree, Moana. Matt. Tangled. Tangled. Oh, I'm sorry, you said Matt. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, Tangled number three. I'd say Tangled as well. Oh. Ooh. I'm going to say Moana. So that's number three for Moana. Number three. Time to the winner. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Amelia, Lion King or Tangled for your number one? Number, uh, you're number, number one. one. No, vote you number one. We jump. We jump to number, number one. one now. Lion King will be number one. Tangled will be number two for me. John, Lion King. Matt, you've said Tangled is number two, or rather, yeah, getting rid of so. That's fine. No, you can stick, you can stick with that. You stick with that. You t- well, you tell me. Is that? Oh, well, can I change my mind now? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like I'm doing an injustice there, though, if I do. Um, I really like Tangled. I, I really, really like Tangled. Tangled. <laughs> Only because I, I want, I wouldn't necessarily put, no, do you know what? I can't, I can't go back on what I said earlier because I put Tangled. Okay. Yeah, okay. so it has to be Lion King, doesn't it? It's number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that's only fair. Holly? Uh, yeah, Lion King, number one. And uh, yes, I agree. Lion King number one. Okay, we have our top five. Uh, At number five, Beauty and the Beast. Number four, Pinocchio. Number three, Moana. Number two, Tangled. And one, The Lion King. Play the sting. Should definitely drop in a Disney music music number from that at the top. 
dropping the line. It should be, ah, when my way. Chris, can you sing it? <laughs> Chris, I feel like you can sing this. Oh, oh no, no, not, the, not that one. Chris, not when the, did you play Pumba? Line, when did you play Pumba? Line sleeps tonight. I haven't played Pumba. I've played no. Pinocchio, actually. Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I've been, um, I've been. The reviews uh, said you were very wooden, Chris. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Matt thank you no strings and, attached uh, oh, that, that's a good one as well that's a good one the baddie and beauty and the beast not not um, Gaston but the Lefou. mental asylum guy oh <laughs> the doctor Monsieur Dark wow. well, there we that, go, that was good that was good that's a good that was, yeah, that was good that was good thank you very much for that uh, suggestion Amelia and thank you for joining us I'm glad you brought Ben Lobs and Broomstickers up because uh, I thought that's um, I love that film. I'm really glad someone yeah. talked about it. For sure, yeah, honourable mention there. Film. Yeah, yeah. It's a great film. Thank you for letting me come and join you for this week. Our pleasure. Uh, before we go, is there anything that anyone like to to plug? Uh, Amelia, you do any socials? Do you want you want to plug your socials? No. Not really, there's not much on them at the moment. So, uh, no, if anyone else would like to, please feel free. Okay. Plug your LinkedIn, Amelia. Drum up some self advertise. Come on, girl. Yeah. There's not There's not really much going on because I don't have time to update it at the moment. But um, I guess come and like, subscribe to your podcast would be the, the thing. What, what are your handles? Because I'm rubbish at remembering. Well, funny you should say that. Um, our, pod- <laughs> our podcast socials are at five on film podcast at gmail.com. Um, we're also five at, at five on film podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please feel free to come and find us. Uh, we have I have been, well, we have been a little lax of late. Um, a couple more reviews uh, for uh, the films that have come out recently. Uh, to come to go up and uh, we're a bit behind on the films you don't need to watch um, section if you feel like getting in touch with us please feel free at all all of those Um, please comment in the section below on youtube um, where this will be playing Um, yeah write your top fives below yes please and also where did we get this wrong seriously there are there are 50 odd films here and we mentioned about 10 which are, well them. actually about 15 which is probably the longest podcast we've ever done so far um for the number of films um please tell us your favorites tell us where we went wrong um please don't inundate us with um with frozen because obviously we were <laughs> just remembered um it's a good film though it's a good yes um but what most importantly if you want this podcast to turn up and other people to see it please tell them please rate it give us a review um give us five stars on itunes any way you can find it this helps us to um build the podcast this helps us to possibly find people who will pay us to do this in the future which means that we will be able to do this for much longer and all have cool backgrounds like John's. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no expense thousands. spent. And everyone try and get to the cinema. There's, there's some good films coming out. You know, we've got the James Bond film coming out. We've got Dune that's coming out. We've got the Eternals, the Marvel film coming out. 
get yourself to the cinema. It's still really cheap at the moment as well. They're doing a lot of deals on, so you can still get yourself into the cinema for like under under seven, eight pounds now. So it's worthwhile still going. Wrap yourself up, put yourself on a mask, go to the cinema, enjoy yourself. Word. Oh yeah. <laughs> All views expressed in this podcast are that of the individual and do not represent the views of any entity whatsoever which they have been or will be affiliated with in the future.